I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 99, Comfort Ye My People, studying Isaiah chapters 40 through 49. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come follow me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter of God just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home too. Hello. Sorry that this is not posted when it's usually posted, but you know, life, life happened. Um, it is my daughter's birthday today, which is exciting. She is six years old. Six years ago today, I was chilling out in the hospital having had my little baby. Um, like, let's see, it would be like 10 hours ago, almost not quite nine hours ago. Anyway, all right, let's jump into Isaiah. I want to talk a little bit about some tips and tricks and things when we're reading Isaiah and then some of my favorite scriptures within these um, specific verses. So obviously one thing I would highly, highly recommend when you're reading Isaiah is pay attention to footnotes. If you're like, I don't understand what this is talking about, look in the footnotes. Like the church has spent loads and loads of time and energy to put together all of these footnotes. They're there, they're important, and they will give you information. Um, and then also reading um, the chapter headings. For example, in chapter 40, it says Isaiah speaks messi- messianically, meaning he's talking about Christ. He's talking about the Messiah. Um, Prepare ye the way <clears throat> of the Lord. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. Israel's God is incom- incomparably go- great. Great. He is uncomparably good, um, incomparably. So we're going to talk about a couple of chapters here or a couple of verses here, um, within these. And it's just in the first two chapters that I want to talk about. Um, but verse one in chapter 40 is one of my favorite ones. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people saith your God. And I love this. Um, and then it says in verse two, speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem. Um, and then it kind of goes on, but one of the things I really like about this is I think sometimes Isaiah particularly tends to be kind of a doom and gloom prophet. Um, and a lot of times in, especially in the old Testament, there's a lot of doom and gloom, repent ye, repent ye, or, you know, woe unto you type stuff. Um, obviously we see it with Moses. We see it with, um, Noah is a really good example Um, loads and loads of times, but also here, I love that comfort ye, comfort ye, my people saith your God. Um, because ultimately God doesn't want us to just be walking around in terror constantly, right? Like he doesn't want us to just be walking around terrified that we're going to get shot down by lightning bolts, that the world is going to implode and we're all just going to die. Um, will we all die eventually? Yeah, but we don't need to walk spend every waking moment being terrified of that moment because then we don't really live life either, you know? Um, so let's look at verses seven and eight. I really like these ones. And this is a good example of why sometimes Isaiah can be hard to understand. And you really just have to take your time with Isaiah and really break it down. Um, so the grass withereth, the flower fadeth because the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. 
the idea being here, right, that time passes. If you, we look at the verse before, right, in verse 6, the voice said, cry, and he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. The idea that being putting our faith, putting our trust in flesh, in man, in our fellow man, not that we shouldn't trust our fellow man, but putting the trust of our salvation in our fellow man is unwise. Why? Because it fadeth and it withereth. Um, but the word of our God shall stand forever, right? And if we look at the footnote for word in verse 8, um, you look at the bottom down there and it says topical guide, Jesus Christ, messenger of the covenant. And so when we're talking about the word of God, we're talking about Christ, right? So where are you putting your faith? Where are you putting your trust? Are you putting it in the trust in the in the flesh of man, which withereth, which fadeth, which is blown away by the spirit of the Lord? Um, or is it, um, are you putting your faith in your trust? Is your rock yourself the rock of your salvation is it in Jesus Christ where it should be which does not blow away which is not does not wither which is does not fade right which stands strong and so this is one of those things where you just kind of got to take your time and kind of look through it and like okay well look let's look for some, some context clues like right we started off reading the um, chapter heading we know we're speaking um, messianically um, and then paying attention to the footnotes Okay, we're going to look at one more um, section of verses in chapter 40, and then just, um, I really liked these ones. This is chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Um, here you go, sorry. I've got my, my physical copy of scriptures, so I'm, I didn't put my glasses on, and I should have. <laughs> Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth, increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But... They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Does that sound familiar? Like Word of Wisdom stuff in um, Doctrine and Covenants. And if you go there, it recommend one of the things it talks about is Do Doctrine and Covenants 8920 verse um, section 89 in the Doctrine and Covenants is the Word of Wisdom. Um, and so it's fun to have all that like cross connection. Um, but I really like these verses particularly. I think Isaiah is where we get a lot of good Jesus stuff. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I've got the last end of a cold here that I'm fighting off. Um, in, in Isaiah, we get a lot of good Jesus stuff. It's just kind of digging through the metaphors, digging through the similes, um, to find the root of it. And this idea that, you know, even the youths shall faint, right? The idea that even, uh, the young shall faint, right? Even, even our children who seem to have endless energy still do get tired, 
But those who wait upon the Lord, those of us who are doing his work, we will have renewed strength. We shall mount up with wings as eagles. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint, right? Like this idea that we will have the energy we need to accomplish the tasks that we need to when in the service of our God, um, which again, I love. Okay. We're going to talk about two last scriptures here. Um, in chapter 41, verse 10, um, and this is probably one of my favorite scriptures of all time. Like you could put this on my like top 10, all favorite scriptures. This is one of them. And, um, if it sounds like a song, it's because it is, this is where the scripture, um, we're part of the song for, um, how firm a foundation comes from fear thou not. This is a verse or chapter 10, oh my gosh, chapter 41, verse 10. Good gravy. Um, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Like, this is the one, and that's that always, that's where our last verse of um, How From a Foundation um, fear not, I am with thee. Oh, be not dismayed for I am thy God and will still give thee aid. Right. That's, this is where that comes from. That's where that, um, inspiration for that song came from, <clears throat> at least for that verse. And I have always loved this particular verse, partially because I've always loved that song and that particular verse in the song. Um, because I think, like I said, the old Testament, we tend to see a lot of doom and gloom, a lot of repent ye, repent ye, or here come the plagues, here comes disaster, here comes the flood, right? There's a lot of, um, if we're not careful, if we don't read closely, it's easy to think that there is a Old Testament God or an Old Testament Christ versus New Testament God and New Testament Christ, and that he used to be mean and grumpy and just blow us off the earth every time he got a chance, but now he's all about love and compassion. And the truth is he's both, right? Here we have both, right? We have scripture saying, hey, you guys need to repent, otherwise bad stuff is coming. But also those of you guys who are listening, who are doing what you need to be doing, fear thou not for I am with thee. And I think it's really easy, especially in these days. And this is something else about Isaiah where it can be applied to his day. It can be applied to Christ's first coming. It can be applied to Christ's second coming. These are all, these are kind of like, they're cyclical, um, our, our history is cyclical where we go over the same cycle, right? We know the pride cycle in the Book of Mormon. Um, our history as human beings is cyclical where we kind of do the same thing over and over again because we're not always super good at listening. Um, and I think that in our day right now, it's really, really easy to get caught up in the news and how terrible everything is and how scary things are and how it just seems like it's all just going to blow up in a big terrifying dumpster fire. But then we remember, Hey, I'm doing the best that I can to follow the covenants that I have made, that I am doing the best that I can to, to take care of my neighbor, to mourn with those that mourn, to, um, stand in holy places, to create holy places within my home, to study my scriptures every day, to say my prayers every day. I'm trying to teach these things to my kids. And maybe I don't hit every single thing every single day, but I am trying. I am striving, 
right? And these scriptures I love because they just remind you he's with you and he knows, he knows the work that you are putting in. He knows the trouble in your heart. He knows all of it and it's okay to lean on him. In fact, he highly, highly encourages it and recommends it. Um, okay. Last little piece of scripture I want to talk about this. <laughs> this is one of, um, our, my husband, Jake, our personal favorite scriptures because his name is Jacob and we were reading this and it just made us laugh. So, um, chapter 41 still verses 13 and 14, specifically chapter or verse 14 is Jake's. We, I tease him that it's his favorite scripture. Um, so this is, here we go. <clears throat> Um, here we go. Let's see. 13 and 14. For I, the Lord God, for I, the Lord, thy God will hold thy right hand saying unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. Right. Again, I'm there. I help you. I'm, I'm here for you. Right. And then chapter four or verse 14. Again, we love this one. Fear not thou worm Jacob. <laughs> Jake's always like, great. I'm a worm. <laughs> And ye men of Israel. But again, this is one of those ones where if you look, worm, actually, we have it under here. And it talks about being meek and humble. So it's actually a compliment. Um, I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Fear not, I will help thee. We have um, multiple verses in this chapter specifically that have that fear not. Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, I'm right there. Fear not, I am with thee. Um, I think ultimately we start off this section with that first verse, comfort ye, comfort ye my people. And then we're followed by many, many verses that are, hey, remember who I am. Remember who's on your side. Fear not, I am with thee. Um, and I think that sometimes it's super easy, like I said, to kind of get caught up in the scariness of the world. And it's very, very important to remember to stay close to our scriptures, to stay close to our temples, to be going consistently as possible to the temple, to be going as consistently as possible to your church meetings. Make sure you're getting both of those hours in there, that you're studying your scriptures, that you're, you know, getting into the words of um, our prophets and you're praying constantly, talking with our Heavenly Father um, because... The world can be big and can be scary, but when we remember that they that be with us are greater than they that be with them, it's a lot easier to go through life and it's a lot easier to find that comfort in our Heavenly Father, in His Son, Jesus Christ, and in the atonement that Christ has provided for us to access and utilize and um, become very close to Him through that process. And I will talk to you guys next week.